Welcome to Kicking It With The K-Train, talking with people who help me keep an eye on my vision. Hey everyone, my name is Kyle Kuhn. I'm a totally blind US Paralympian author and speaker. Um, I've been pretty fortunate to live a full and adventurous life. Um, you could say that I have been pretty successful, um, but I definitely could not have done it without the help of some really incredible people. Um, so on this podcast, I'm going to introduce you to many of the people who have helped shape me into the person that I am today. Um, and you know, these are the people um, that really help me keep an eye on my vision. And maybe through hearing their stories, uh, they can help you as well. So let's get started. Huge shout out to my personal partners who help support my adventure athlete career. Um, massive, massive thanks to Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Um, straight from the freezer to either the grill or the stovetop, you guys. Um, I've been eating Bubba's for over 20 years. I mean, that's the majority of my life. And hands down, this is the best burger out there. So go check out BubbaFoods.com and uh, check out the store locator to see where you can get your favorite variety of Bubba today. Thanks so much to Infinite Performance Nutrition. Um, take your nutrition personally. Hydration and protein, um, custom tailored for your unique recovery, uh, tastes, sweat rate, um, you know, your training, your goals, you know, and, and your lifestyle. Um, you guys, I, I've been using Infinite since uh, before the Paralympics in 2021, and right now I can't imagine using uh, anything else. Um, they keep me fueled through every workout and every race. So uh, check out infinitenutrition.us, I-N-F-I-N-I-T, nutrition.us, and uh, use the code COON15, that's C-O-O-N-1-5, for 15% off your order. Discover your adventure with Cycles Chinook. Um, you guys, Cycles Chinook delivers an exceptional experience uh, through inspired design, personalized approach, and a shared love of riding bikes. Um, you know, guys, I, I can personally attest to this. I, I have been riding a custom built um, Chinook time trial tandem since 2019, and their passion really is um, encouraging exploration and delivering adventure. Um, so you know, check out cycleschinook.com. That's cycles, C-H-I-N-O-O-K.com. And um, you know, go let them help you um, find your adventure. And uh, let them know that uh, Kyle Kuhn sent you.
Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Kicking It With The K-Train, where I chat with people who have helped me keep an eye on my vision. This gentleman can um, sometimes be a difficult man to track down. Uh, you know, I can sometimes text him and, you know, I can go, you know, three months without hearing from him, or I can go about three seconds uh, without hearing from him. Uh, but no, this, this guy uh, also... I, I would say has a, um, a, a strong, there's definitely a, a strong correlation between uh, this guy and the, and the reason, or I don't really know how to put it, but this guy was uh, one of the first guys that nudged me toward uh, wanting to live and train at the Olympic and Paralympic Training Center. And uh, we have raced together, done a little bit of training together. And uh, just had a lot of fun together. I'll just say that. And uh, I'm happy to introduce the world to Mr. Danny Craven. Danny, my man, what's going Hi, on? Hi, Kyle. Not much. <laughs> I, uh, thanks, for, thanks for the invite, man. I got super excited. Obviously, you just mentioned it, but um, you sent me a message when I, my phone happened to be in my hand. But A, hearing hey, from you, exactly. and B, I've been listening to your show. Uh, this is just a great, a great thing. I'm very excited. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and dive straight in to your backgrounds. Like, kind of tell us Danny's story. I mean, like you've you've been you know, you've been kind of around the visually impaired guiding scene for a while, but let's go back before then. What what's kind of your upbringing? Um, yeah, that's a great that's a great tale. I'll try not to put everyone to sleep here, but um. <laughs> Uh, way back in 1986, I know that's a long time for some of your listeners, but, um, <laughs> I was born in Wisconsin, um, moved around quite a bit. My dad, uh, worked for a paper company. And so we, we moved up to Northern Wisconsin, out to New Hampshire, uh, back to Wisconsin. And then I went to Texas. That's where you and I kind of crossed paths, but yep. more specifically in the athletic world, uh, I've been running and swimming since I can remember, uh, got into triathlon when I was honestly I was 13 and did a <laughs> local YMCA race where my dad had to lie on the permission slip because the YMCA being the safety conscious organization that they are and that's not a joke yeah. uh, you got to be 16 to swim and <laughs> my dad said that's ridiculous you've been swimming since you were five yep um so did a first did my first sprint distance race and kind of really uh, went all in on it and through high school and college. Um, uh, there was no triathlon team at the University of Wisconsin. There was a club team, but this was way before anybody was whispering about NCAA certification or anything like that. Right. Um, but uh, did a couple Ironmans uh, before I left for, for Texas. Did a couple more once I lived in Texas. But, um, and I have no problem admitting to this. Uh, one of your previous guests, and I had a good convo about this, Alan, Yep. Um, in my early twenties, I was pretty insufferable to be around, but some people might say I'm still insufferable, but, uh, I, I used to talk about dropping seconds on my mile split. Like that was normal conversation. Right. Um, uh, and there was a race in Austin, Texas that I did mm -hmm. every year. I lived there. It was called the cap Tex try the capital of Texas triathlon. In yep. one year, that venue served as the Paratri National Championships. Mm -hmm. And I knew none of our 
many people that, you know, we all both call friends now, uh, I didn't know any of them. Uh, it turns out all of them were there, but uh, I had no idea who they were. And I was waiting for my wave to start. And uh, I'm all running, trying to warm up, whatever. And, and I look on the course and here comes four tandem bicycles uh, hauling ass, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I have no idea what I'm seeing. Um, lo and behold, there was a couple standing there cheering on for clearly one of these athletes. Uh, and yep. so I struck up conversation with them and, and I, I know you, I know you have met this family. Um, but it turns out that was, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Adame, yep. uh, cheering on their son, Brandon. Yep. And, uh, that conversation after my race, I, I got to meet Brandon and, that led to me racing with him in Houston later that fall. I think that was 2013. Uh, I could go back and check the record. Maybe, maybe it was 12, but um, yeah, close enough, you know? Yeah. So, so I went to Houston, raced with Brandon. Uh, we, neither of us got hurt, which was great. Um, mm -hmm. Learned so much uh, in just that first race with, uh, with David giving me a lot of tips um, yep. such as, no matter how fast I swim, if the person I'm racing with is not, you know, I can't drag Brandon through the water. I definitely thought that I could do that. And it just tired <laughs> me out. Yeah. Um, and after racing with, with Brandon, my name, I guess, just kind of got put in the air supply. Um, I'm really trying to remember how I met Amy. I think, I think Carolyn Gaynor maybe yep. maybe put my name in her in her um, vernacular, if you will. Yeah. Um, and actually, no, I want to go back. I think after racing with Brandon, I got to go out to um, challenged athletes with Mark Sortino. Yep. And I was a I wasn't a fill in, but something happened where Ashley Eisenmenger her guide couldn't make it. I had the time uh, available. And I said, as long as you're okay with the, you know, a, a cross gender um, and that her family was okay with it. Cause I think Ashley was 16 or 17. Um, yeah, I flew she to San been, Diego. She yeah. And, she would have been young back then. Yeah. 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 And so I met her for the very first time and then, and then um, got involved with Amy Dixon, who you know very well. And that's where I met you. Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> Amy's camps at, uh, forgive me, I'm going to get the name wrong. I used to call it, um, the USOC, but it's the elite athlete training center at Chula Vista, something like that. That is correct. Yep. That's, that's yeah. correct. Yep. Um, yep. but yeah, man, I, I met you there. Um, I think we met at the camp. We did. Um, we did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yep. I didn't get you at the airport or anything like that. Nope. Nope. No, no. Um, as, as I as I remember it, I I think we had a, uh, you know, I I had shot Amy a note or something, and like I I was I was like, you know what, I, I gotta, you know, if I'm gonna take this triathlon thing seriously, I should probably, you know, go to a camp or something, and and uh, you know, and you know, the paces that I was running and swimming and stuff, I, I mean, you know, I look back, I'm, you know, I I think they're, you know, pretty pretty slow now, but you know, for you know, for back then it was, you know, it was, it was decently, it was decently quick. And so Amy, uh, you know, texted me or emailed me and put me in contact with, with you and said, uh, 
this this dude Danny Craven is going to be your guide and I think I think we jumped on the phone and talked for like you know we did 20 20 30 minutes so then yep. you know showed up and they they slapped us in a in a in a you know slapped us in as roommates together and whew, did man, uh, the, world, the world has never been the same <laughs> you you brought your first limo out there right you didn't you I, didn't need Amy to outfit you yeah that that's that's correct I brought the uh I brought the I actually I think what I did what did I do I yeah I think I I think I shipped it Okay. to uh i think i shipped it to san diego and then um and then after uh, and then after that camp uh uh i was getting ready we were doing uh michael sompson and i were actually doing a a ram training camp at right. his house right That's after right. so so we loaded Cause, cause, so we loaded our bikes the, you, got, you got in a jeep with rick and i did drove yep. home or drove to your next thing because that was yes. right before you went across the whole fucking country <laughs> that is correct yeah. that is correct man, that's that's so, man that's long ago but okay yeah but so yeah let's let's go back to that uh let's go back to the you know to the no camp no site no limits that that yes. amy hosted and you know kind of give me your recollections of uh of that week and you know just just how green i i, I was essentially <laughs> well i mean so something that I do with every person that I, I get the honor of, of racing alongside is I, I want to know what you know, what you don't know, what you like yeah. to do. You know, I'm not, it's not my place to tell anybody how they mount the bike or, or how sure. they swim or run. So I wanted to know your, your patterns, if you will. Um, uh, we had great weather for that camp. The, another uh, Amy camp that phenomenal. I attended was, was trash. Um, yeah. But uh, I heard about that one. <laughs> yeah, you and I, you and I were hanging out, and first of all, I think we we had the same kind of humor, man. We were just making stupid jokes the whole week. Um, uh, it was Jay Weber was at that camp too, and he's yes, he's a scream. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we did because um, we did we did bike handling on the grass. We did yep. uh, transition practice. Um, yeah. Did we play garbage ball? I can't remember. I don't um, think we played garbage ball. I do remember. Uh, I do remember Amy being on the back of the tandem with Scott, and uh, and the two of you headbutting each other, while Amy and I were desperately clinging on to clinging on for of, life. Yeah, yeah, clinging on for life. So yeah, this is the kind of stuff you you get to look forward to when, when yes. Danny Craven's on the front of your bike. You know, he's headbutting. You know, that was other, uh, other pilots. <laughs> That same camp was when I tried to ride your bike from the stoker seat with straps on your handlebars. Um, yeah, so that, yeah that, so that I could so that I could steer from the back. <laughs> yeah, that that was a bad plan. Bad plan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler: it, did, it didn't work. Uh, it did if, not end well. I don't know if uh, he listens. I haven't talked to him in ages. But Joe Joseph Mata out of Houston, he's the one who uh, told me to to try that because he says he yeah. can do it like like a like a pro and i wasn't about to be upstaged by him so well yeah i, I have uh, missed him do it so correct <laughs> correct but yeah so then you know we did uh there was a the that training facility has a criterion course yep um so we rode some laps there we practiced some uh some starts and stops and some uh i think you and i first learned uh tandem out of the saddle as well which i had never done yes um 
we did some more time with that in Colorado Springs also, but we don't need to skip to there just yet. Um, <laughs> you and I also won the slowest point to point. Amy, Amy lined us all up and said, uh, last bike to cross the finish line wins. And you and I, we worked really well together on balance and slow pedal. Yes. Um, that was, I really, really liked that. Cause I've played that. I've done that exercise with some other athletes at different camps and it's never gone as well as when I was with you center. Just, you guys just got to be centered. That's all. That's all. Be centered, be centered, center. stay low. Yep. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. Um, I liked the food at that camp too. I like, um, I yeah, like that the was di- the first, the di- yeah, that was the, yeah. that was my first experience with, uh, with how, how good dining hall food, uh, could be when the, when they're cooking for, you know, quote unquote elite athletes. So, yeah. which at that point, I, I definitely did not feel like an elite athlete, um, unless you counted, you know, the amount, you know, the amount and rate that, which I could, you know, move hand to face, uh, you know, with those, you know, you know, shoveling food down my gullet. Um, uh, I have two things I, I'm tr- trying to remember here. First of all, d- do you have any recollection? Was I supposed to be your pilot from the beginning? I, I have feel like I have a memory that Amy juggled some things around towards the last minute and then put us together and we called and, and spoke. Um, it, it, you know, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't actually remember like, cause I, I didn't have a, you know, I didn't have a guide or a, or a pilot sure, that was going to sure. be traveling with me there. And sure. You know, I, I, I was just like, yeah, you just stick me with whoever I'll, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll if figure you, it out. Uh, if you, if you interview Amy, you should bring that up. Cause I'm sure she could remember. She's got a memory of steel first of all, but something like that. <laughs> the, uh, the second thing I remember also now is we got to go do a mock race at the we birthplace did. of triathlon. Um, we did. It remind me is that is it Mission Beach or, or um, Mission it was Bay? Mission, it, it was Mission Bay. It was Mission Bay, um, but we, uh, you know, we didn't actually uh, because it had rained. Yes, no the swimming. Previous seventy-two hours, uh, it was a duathlon, so it was basically Fiesta Island is where we yes. did our little mock race. And and uh, France, Charles. Um, yes, Charles was uh, on our heels the whole time, and then he had to get a different guide on the run because he. His uh, his cycling workhorse guide, whose name I I have no idea, um, <laughs> but uh, you and I caught up to them on the run, and then he, someone tagged him out and finished the run with Charles. That um, is correct. I think we uh, we snuck across the line and we did. Of we we so. we barely squeaked that one out, which you know it's training and doesn't matter. But of course, to you and I, it was you know it was do or uh, the funny thing is, so the so Bond who tagged in for Charles, uh, yes, they're now married and have a kid. <laughs> I had oh man, ever since ever since I jumped off of Facebook, I miss all these things. But that's so great for them. I have to. Yep. I have Charles's phone number. I should. I'll have to send him a message. You should, man. You should. That's great. Um, yep. Yeah. So that was that was San Diego, and I I don't know when the whispers started or anything, but I I was impressed with your abilities i mean from what you had shared that you didn't weren't already doing this a whole bunch um and we we went fast man that was uh that was the fastest experienced athlete i had ever guided you know relative to their you know age abilities 
whatever experience um you and i were hauling on your on your cannondale that was and i and i like i like that i like going fast oh yeah no going fast is all is what it's about man it's fun yeah um so then i think that leads us to was it the same year in colorado springs it was the same year in colorado springs we 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 packed a whole lot into the year 2018 together um because you know I, i think as soon as we i think as soon as we you know left camp no sight no limits in san diego yeah um you told me you know i think you gave me the email for pam fernandez and you and you were like send pam an email you need to go to this usaba cycling camp in may and so i sent pam an email uh she graciously let us in to yeah let us in and uh and so i i immediately and, uh, you know, but, you know, so, but like I said, I, I, you know, myself and another athlete who was at, you know, Amy's camp, Michael Thompson, he and I drove to, to his house in, in, uh, Arizona. We did a, a race across America training camp with, with our, with our team. And yes. then I went on to, I, I dipped my toe into the, the world triathlon waters, did a, did a, did a little race in Sarasota, and then went on, ran the Boston marathon, did another ram training camp and then i got to and then we got to may and and, and then you and i hooked up again yes and uh we uh we had a little bit of fun at the uh tandem cycling camp <clears throat> yeah so that's that cycling camp man i think i've gotten to go there three times i've, I've been up there yep and i remember i met your dad because he drove you down uh yep. with the limo and yep. um and for, and for those of you that I haven't picked it up so my my uh my old tandem was this this beautiful white cannondale um and it was long it was heavy and one of my guides uh dubbed it the white stretch limo so it affectionately became known as the limo uh yes. for for all the years that i i raced i raced on it and rode it so it was fun but yep, yep. So I, uh, you know, talked to talked to pops and uh, got you situated. Um, so this one is just only biking, but we did, we did road drills, we did parking lot drills, yep. uh, climbed Gold Camp, um, yep. played in the velodrome, played on the crit course. We had that was I love that I I that just all that every day there two you know morning workout afternoon workout eat your feelings go to bed what a what a pretty life. much. Pretty much. And then, yeah, that was, that was, that was life, man. And, uh, and I think it was at that, it was at that camp, um, that I I think, I don't know if it was, I don't don't know if it was me. I think, um, uh, Haley was, was living here at the time, but she, but she, she was in Yokohama. So like we didn't get to, I didn't get to meet her, but, uh, you told me about, you, you told me about, you know, Haley and, and Howie and, and Muhammad and, and all the people that yes. were living at the training yes. center. And I was just like, man, that'd be kind of cool to kind of cool to live and just train, you know, eat, sleep, train, repeat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I just, you know, put it out of my mind, you know, put it out of my mind for a while until we both wound up back at the training center in, uh, in August, uh, for, uh, for a triathlon camp. <laughs> And that's so, now, now, now you were there with Zach, right? I was actually there with Alan. So I was there with Alan, Alan for that camp. Cause, uh, cause Alan and I were getting ready to do, 
uh, Arizona together Arizona. In, Novem- yes. in November, and we hadn't <laughs> yet trained together. So got it. And because I I show I was there with uh, John Chan, or was that? Or I think was you were there. With, um, I think you were with James. James. James yes. or John? I can't remember. <laughs> you were with one of them. Yeah. Um, and didn't we meet Alan at Amy's camp? Because I I remember uh, I know I, you I, met. I vividly, you met at, you met Alan at Amy's camp the year before, but I actually I met Alan through Leslie Patterson um, yes. because I met Leslie at Amy's camp. Um, she and Simon did a little talk, and then yes. Leslie became my became my coach. She introduced me to Alan, and uh, and so that's how Alan and I met. Uh, yes. but, I'm, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm tripping down memory lane right now, man. This is great. Man. oh, it's fun times, eh? Fun times. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, yeah, I told you about all the people that I knew and uh, Haley and Howie, because I had gone to Australia with Howie Yep. Um, to be his handler and got there was just there was so much of that world, man, that I was completely unaware of uh, oh, in yeah. worlds. And so that was just from top to bottom, an outstanding experience. Yep. Um, and then I come to find out that you did you apply? I'm sure you've covered this, but I um you did what you had to do and try out or show the resume and then they put you on the development team, right? Is that how that goes? Uh, not exactly. So no. there was an please, application. Please correct me or we can skip. Yeah. Over. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, you know, I basically applied. Um, they had a, you know, they, they had an application um, that opened up pretty much right after we left that triathlon camp in August and I think it was early September or something like that. And there was this application that USA triathlon sent out and it was, you know, people that were interested in applying to live and train at the training center and train under, you know, the USA triathlon umbrella. Yeah. Um, I applied, um, went through an interview process and then, um, and then I actually didn't find out until November um but they uh they accepted me and then I, I moved to the training center in january 2019 um yeah so they so i think De- derek and amanda saw enough um potential in me especially um because i went uh because zach and i connect you know zach and i hooked up and, and went down to sarasota and, and took second at a at, yes. at a at a world cup and then that kind of tipped the scales over and amanda That's and derek right. were like all right he's, he's got, he's got something that we'll, we'll, we'll take a chance on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, but, uh, but before, before all that happened, so you actually, you actually went to, you went to Australia and you went as a handler for, for one of our, our good, our mutual good friends, Howie yeah. Sanborn. So t- talk to us and explain what that is exactly. Tell, tell everyone what, what is a handler for how he is in a, you know, a wheelchair athlete. What, what does, being a handler and tail and what were, what were your duties and responsibilities? Yeah. Um, the, so first, I mean, that's such a, a good, a good intro. Um, I am involved in the race to help ensure that the athlete in this case, Howie, my athlete, uh, has what he needs to be successful. So, mm-hmm. uh, there are people at every race that are designated uh, swim exit, to help um, those athletes out of the water appropriately. Mm-hmm. And they get Howie into his day chair. And uh, I, man, there were so many rules I had to learn. Um, and Gold Coast, the swim exit was on this massive incline. And 
once they have Howie in his day chair, I was allowed to push him until it leveled. And then I had to let him go. Yep. Um, and then he, we get into transition. He gets himself into his bike. And then I put a strap securing over his back. Um, I had his, uh, there's probably a name for these, but these special gloves that have this, this tar stuff on them. Yep. So he can get to his rims. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead on his bike. Yeah, that's, for the, that's for the racing chair. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in his bike. Uh, and uh, oh, I strip him out of his wetsuit and uh, off he goes. And I clean up his transition area because as yep. I, mean, I know that, you know, nothing, no litter, no nothing out of the box. Yep. Um, so off he goes on his bike and I have to stay in the transition box. He comes back in. I have things lined up for him so that he can transfer seamlessly from bike to, to run. Um, I have his hand grips uh, situated just so he likes them. He gets in his chair. Uh, he leans really far forward. And then I put what I call the equivalent of a snowboard uh, binding strap over his lower back. Yep. And off he goes. And then yep. he, now he's on the run. And yep. At some point, I'm given permission to take his day chair to the finish line um, to meet him. Um, and so, yeah, I actually got a call not long before that race from Haley and said, do you have time available? And, and I did. Yep. And she said, uh, Howie, who I had heard the name and met him at the dining hall a couple of times when I was out there. Um said he needs a handler and um how he was also battling some uh some medical problems that he uh didn't uh i think he's well clear of now but he um, is yep they they said it was nice that i had i was already working as an emt and so i had a little bit of knowledge and background on how to just be beneficial for that as well and and really i didn't really know what i was getting into here but i'm i'm just like a jack of all trades um for howie he we, we rented a, a van to get a lot of the crew around we we hung out with aaron and uh i don't know who was guiding aaron at that time I but ben, um, i think ben was yeah aaron and ben and liz and Haley and Alyssa and howie and yep. uh we went we did all this amazing stuff together in australia um and then I got on the fly. I learned how to drive on the opposite side of the car and the opposite side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Which was, which quite, was awesome. quite a learning, quite a learning experience, quite a yeah. learning experience. And then, and then I, and then if I remember correctly, you jumped on a flight and flew basically straight to Atlanta because you and I then connect hooked up and we went and did Augusta 70.3. Yeah. I got back from Australia <laughs> and the next weekend I left again. And and real yep. quick, if I can just quickly go back, I actually yeah, left. Yeah. I to get to Australia, I had to leave Lake Placid where I was racing a half Ironman with John. Oh, that's Chang. right. That's right. I forgot about that. You were so you I were took, like you were like back to back to back to back. <laughs> you were crazy. Yeah. I took the cross country from JFK to LA, picked up yep. LA to Brisbane. Um got home from that awesome adventure and picked up Austin to Atlanta and met you. Yep. Um, we also, that woman who we rented the Airbnb from, she was so fantastic. She took us out for sushi. She, she took us out for sushi. She like kept baking us like muffins and cookies yeah. and bringing them over and like 
force feeding us. You know, yeah, she's like, you're about to swim a long way, bike a long way, and I don't, you know, I don't even want to know how far you're gonna run. And you, yeah. you boys are crazy. You need yeah. food. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I think I gained so, yeah, weight so on then, that trip. So yeah, I got on the plane and uh, <laughs> met you in Atlanta, and um, we did a, you know, this is what I typically do at, at races. We 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 checked in, got our stuff, picked up the limo, yep. made sure everything was working. I think we rode it back from the bike shop you had it delivered I, to. I think so. Yep. Um, went down to transition, talked about some things and made a plan, um, which, you know, LOL plans, um, <laughs> plans made if, to be I, broken and made to be adjusted. <laughs> if I remember though, we had a good swim. We, we did. Had a good it was bike. A solid, it was a solid swim. I think I fish hooked you though in the, you in did. the swim. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, cause, cause, and again, I'm sure you've covered this, but, um, I, and as I said before, I always try to make sure I'm just kind of sliding into what you're used to. I've yep. swam on the right of people. I've swam on the left. I, you yep. know, whatever, um, you're on my left side and I'm, so I'm, I'm always just looking, I always, uh, I can bilateral breathe if I'm on yep. my own, but if I've yep. got someone with me, I'm always single side breathing so I can keep my eyes on them. Yep. Uh, um, and wouldn't you know it, I got your right hand, or no, I'm sorry, your left hand, uh, yep. as you were scooping all that water, went right into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta but, love it. Uh, but it was a no harm, no foul. We got out of the water, got on the bike. Um, I think we had a great bike split, too. Um, we, ha- we, ha- we hammered that bike, man. It was, it was a, that was a fun, Augusta's such a fun course. It's you yeah. know, just that. It, it's so tandem friendly. It's just rolling hills. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think we, I think we split like just over two thirty. So it was yeah. solid, man. It was, it was a solid little, solid little bike effort. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I remember. Uh, yeah, I, but I think getting close to the end, I think you, I, I think you hadn't. I think the travel was kind of catching up to you near the end it was, of the bike. It, it, you were, it you were, the- you were, you were begging. You were like, Kyle, please. <laughs> Dude, I need and- a little bit more. Need a little bit yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, lo and lo and behold, I mean, of course that's just what a great metaphor for, for, uh, guiding and, and just tandem riding in general. Yeah. Of, uh, are you even pedaling? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I got off the bike and got on the run and I don't think we were even a mile in before those fateful words of shit, something's wrong. I think, I think you made that your blog title for the race report. I had something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. And cause I, I think it was, uh, my, my, I was, I felt so hot. My legs were on screaming at me. I mean, dude, it, it was hot. It was hot <laughs> in my mind. I was, and I, I was going through all the emotions because I didn't want to slow you down. I was feeling guilty. I wasn't going to be able to, I didn't feel like I was going to be able to, to perform the way you needed me to whatever. Um, but we, uh, we walked for a bit and then yep. how many other, how many random people did you get hooked up with? To At least two. Uh, yeah. Some yeah. dude, I, I mean, some dude just kind of rolled by and, and he was like, yeah, I'm running. 730 miles like yeah no problem and like on the fly just on the fly just just scooped me up like we just we ran together for quite a bit and then uh and then you jumped back in for for a little bit because you know the way the augusta course was laid out you could kind of cut across and like you know take over when you when you were feeling better and then you would pop off and then another random person would would you know scoop me up and 
Yeah. And, uh, and then we, and then we, and then you and I wound up uh, back together for the last couple of miles of the, of yeah. the run finished and, you know, still, I, I still went uh, just a hair over five hours. So yeah, it was solid, solid day out there, man. Solid yeah, day. It was, it was good. I, uh, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I actually got an email from the head ref of that race, um, who we met them before this person before them, uh, uh because, I always just try to introduce myself to the refs, you know, we're in the para wave. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me anything about when we're starting, whatever. And so I got an email that I was being disqualified because I didn't cross one of the timing mats and I, and I fired right back and I was like, yeah, hi, I was racing with this gentleman. Here's what happened. Um, you know, here's the explanation. I don't care that I'm DQ'd. I'm not <laughs> trying to win or anything like that. And I, yeah. I wasn't submitting a time and, yeah. and they fired they fired right back oh yeah i remember you completely disregard this <laughs> so was it um oh shoot what was a uh, was mark uh oh, who was the head ref for that race uh, uh it was you know it was it was mark and his wife um, yeah mark and his of, wife houston yes um that's, i can't remember their last name right now uh it'll come to me also but mark and lee that's just that's yep you know, yep yep Oh, great people. Great people. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So then we, uh, you know, as you said, we crossed the finish line and whatever. And then, and then we went and just went, ate, stuffed ourselves with sushi. Oh my gosh. We, we ate our feelings in sushi with our Airbnb <laughs> oh, yeah. host who was watching uh, Sky also. Yes. Yes, she did. She took care she was, of, she took she, care of Sky while we were, she, she while was, we were that was, gallivanting that was around. so great. And yep. then, you know, went to bed. Uh, woke up, went back to the Atlanta airport, um, got into the fancy club. That was my first. Had, yeah, ate some breakfast, yeah. had some mimosas. You yeah. introduced me to lounge life, and I've never <laughs> been the same since. I was, I was gonna say, I think I've seen pictures of you uh, riding on Derek's coattails for a while, but I'm sure you've got your own status now with how much I. I've got my own status now, and now uh, now people are riding my coattails, and I'm happy. To, I'm happy to let them ride along. So we love it, man. It's, we, it's we, awesome. It's the, man. It's, it's the it's the finer things in life, and it's, it uh, is indeed. It is yeah. indeed. And oh um, man, so that got us to Augusta, and then and then since then, uh, you know, and again, you alluded to this, but I've been difficult to track down. I decided to uh, leave Texas and go back to yep. the Midwest. Yep. Um, I'm currently living in St. Paul, Minnesota, but I was in central Wisconsin with my parents for a bit and went back to school to become a nurse. And I just graduated in December. Congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. We need, we need more nurses in the world. And like, and dude, you are, I mean, there's no one better suited for that, that profession than you. Like you are a, yeah, you mentioned earlier, like you could, I mean, Back in the day, I didn't know you back in your early 20s, but, you know, you say you were a, a you know, kind of a, a more self-centered, selfish dude. But, you know, but since, you know, since I've known you, you've always been a very giving person and looking after everybody um, else around you, which is which is awesome. And it's exactly the qualities we need. And, you know, in the nursing profession. It's uh, it's very humbling to have you say that, Kyle. I uh, I count myself lucky that I got to cross paths with you. I've learned so much from you, and it sounds like you're saying maybe I've taught you one or two things. But um, <laughs> well, uh, you've also you've also sa- you've also saved me a time or two. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, just uh, just you know, I, I think uh, you know, last what was it? 
two years ago in 2021, I think you were in Spain handling for Howie again. Yep. And uh, my girlfriend, uh, Jessica oh, Tawamala, yeah. happened to be at the same race. And um, I love you know, that. I hadn't been able to see her, you know, in over a year because of the pandemic. And, yes. But you happened to be able to cross paths with her and uh, were able to uh, deliver some uh, some nice uh, Spanish <laughs> chocolates and wine for uh, uh, for. So uh, uh, yeah. wine, prosciutto, cheese, and chocolate. No, and get yes. this: we we were Howie and I were the only Americans there, but a yep. lot of Team Canada. We were all waiting for our COVID test so we could get on the plane. Yep, and get back to the states because we were all on the same flight. Uh, same yep. with um, the Brazil team. Yep, and another country. We were all on that same Air Madrid. Um, Madrid to Chicago, and then we rented cars. Yep. Well, that's because um, you know everyone was going to everyone. You know, everyone from the Americas was going to Pleasant Prairie because yes. we had um, we had the Americas Triathlon um, Continental Championships, which was going to be the last race of the qualifying window for Tokyo. Um, yes. So yeah, no, it was, it was, it, that was a that was a busy busy time. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I really can't wait to listen when you talk to Howie, but that you've got to go touch on his around the world adventure. I, I took over as handler after he raced in England and France yep. and I met them at uh, Charles de Gaulle. I didn't even get to meet the offgoing handler because uh, like so often, I think they looked at this guy in the wheelchair and just said like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> I found him in the I found him in the parking lot with all his stuff by himself. Um, and so we you know we got it sorted and we went off to, yep. to um Spain, uh, a Coruña, Spain, yep. which was oh my gosh, what a beautiful town. Yeah. Um got back to Madrid by way of the Guggenheim. Um had a great time at this fancy art museum that was way over my head. Flew to Chicago and up to Pleasant Prairie and got to see you. I, I saw your dad again and I met your yep. mom and yep. um, that was man that was a, that was a whole. I love that adventure. I I, I that was a whirlwind. My fingers that he'll he'll call me again to to uh, to do anything like that. Um, just to hang out with you guys again. Totally, man. Totally. But oh man, I mean you you've had quite the adventure filled life since getting into you know, this paratriathlon world, um, yeah. you know, you started, yeah. you kind of, you started, like you said, you started guiding, um, you know, Brandon Adame back in 2012, 2013. And then, you know, just, you know, kind of became a, a go-to, go-to guy for a, a lot of people to, you know, you know, you're, you're always willing when your schedule allows to, to step in. Um, you know, we, we have to, I mean, but we have to touch on your most, famous or infamous moment and you know what i'm talking about so i'll go ahead and let you tell the story yeah i hate you um <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm almost positive you're alluding to my foray with Chaz davis yes 100 uh, let's also just quick interject i don't know how often got to say they were the beer mile world championships but they just yeah. decided to make it that way and exactly. all of the all of the pro runners, because the beer mile is an underground event and the, yep. the USA track and field can't acknowledge it because of drinking. Yep. Um, 
but Austin, Texas hosted the beer mile world championships and, and Chaz had was just coming off of uh, Rio in the 1500. Yep. Um, and at the moment, I think it still stands, but he set the world record for a blind marathon at CIM. Yep. It was the, uh, so it's, it's, it's the fast, it, it was like the fastest, um, uh, for like debut marathon by an American, I think okay. is what it was. Okay. So, but, Got it. but yeah, well, so but, he's, yeah, no. you know, he's just crushing it. And I, yep. um, I had, I had interacted with him just a couple of times and I said, Chaz, there's this race down here. I know you're probably recovering and just hanging out, whatever. Do you want to come do this uh, beer mile? I'll fly you down. He hang out with me and my friends. And he says, I'm in. I don't even care. I'm in. <laughs> and Chaz uh, doesn't like to run tethered. No. Um, and he can, he can memorize the, the course, if you will. And, and mostly it's a, an oval track. But the beer mile. I was going to say, I th- I th- I said, the beer mile is just like a track, isn't it? Well, the Beer Mile World Championships take place in a parking lot in a building oh, right. downtown. And so right, right, they, right, to, right. to make it 400 meters, they had to do a bunch of double backs and, and hairpins and whatever. Gotcha. But we still didn't run tethered. And he was and he was great. And I said to Chaz, I was like, look, man, I am ready for inclusive of drinking six minute mile pace. And he says, that's great. I'm just here to have fun. Let's go out there and have a good time. We're in the <laughs> one. There's seven open heat uh, open division heats for the beer mile yeah uh, and then the pros were going to race which is always fun to watch oh yeah uh, and for, for your listeners who are unfamiliar beer mile uh, sounds like exactly what it is you're going to run a mile via four 400 meter laps you must drink a 12 ounce beer beforehand you may not shotgun the beer you may not crush the beer you may not suck on the can you will open the beer tip it back and let it fall via gravity into your mouth <laughs> if at any time you puke during this race you want you have to run a penalty fifth lap if you want your results to count most people just quit because running a fifth lap you know you're not going to be setting records or winning anything so it doesn't no. really matter um so so Chaz and i ready six minute pace good to go <clears throat> we got the beers lined up we're uh the race starts we drink the beer off we go we came across the line in the first lap in 52 seconds a little hot. Uh, uh, a six-minute mile, inclusive of drinking, would have been a ninety-second lap. By the way, yes, yes. At which point, I have already blown my load, and uh, that was very vulgar. I apologize, but oh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I stopped drinking the beer, and because uh, Chaz comes in ahead of me already on the first lap, they have me not drink anymore and just run with him. Uh, he drops me in the second lap and I start off on the third one and there's a glorious picture, not to mention the live <laughs> video coverage for this, but there's a glorious photo of Chaz winning the race with me 20 yards behind him with my arms in the air. I'll see you at the finish. Uh, and Chaz did just that. He went on to race, uh, finish the race by himself. He felt safe enough knowing the course and yep. everything was good. Uh, yep. turns out Chaz turns out Chaz ran the fastest mile of anybody in the open division. So now he's the beer mile world champion. Yep. Um, we were interviewed on flow track TV. Uh, he was very kind about my, my follies. Um, <laughs> Chaz later on told me when I saw him uh, again at another marathon, he said he got more press for the beer mile than he did for going to Rio. 
that doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I agree that, yes, that doesn't sound terribly shocking. But no. um, the, later that night, and forgive me, Chaz, but I, I actually don't, uh, I have no regrets here with this next story. My friends and I in Austin took him out that night. Uh, he, we made him carry his trophy and drink beer from his trophy the whole night. Uh, and, classic. Uh, every time we'd uh people would come talk to us we'd introduce him as beer mile world champion Chaz davis <laughs> um still carries that title to this day <laughs> he, he still has it man and uh uh somehow Chaz, uh he may have been overserved. i'll never tell uh but we had to go home very quickly <laughs> and yes. um got him got him taken care of he got on a plane the next day out to boston to go see his family for the holidays because this was in december in texas yeah yeah but uh, that video lives in infamy on YouTube, and I, it does. I never, I never hesitate to show uh, new friends and coworkers of the time that I ran with a visually impaired athlete and slowed him down. Um, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the the, fo- the photo from what people have described it as. It it, it is just glorious. Like you know, it's like. Chaz is wearing blind runner, you know, across his chest. You're wearing guide and you're literally just chasing him, trying to, trying Trying to catch him, trying your best. A for effort, A for effort, my friend, A for effort. And, uh, you know, it's a great memory, a great story. Um, and, uh, you know, another person I haven't, I haven't spoken to in a long time. I'm, I'm hoping there might be an opportunity to get back out and race. CIM again. I, I reached out to Richard Hunter recently just to see if he's still kind of involved in that organizing. So he's not organizing it anymore, uh, but it's still organized by uh, USABA. So uh, oh sure, so okay. So actually, uh, hit up um, shoot. Uh, I think Amanda Duke is the person to contact. Really? Okay, over there right now. So she's the new uh, high performance uh, director at USABA. So no kidding, she. I, that's great for her. Uh, did, yeah, who, took no, over, who, who, who took over her role as um, director at, at USOPC? Uh, so, so she was with USA Triathlon, and uh, oh. so now it's uh, Lindsay Jordanic uh, is uh, yeah. is the new Amanda, and and, and her role has kind of you know uh, it's it you know Amanda's role has kind of been split into like three different positions now. So it, it, it's it's a crazy crazy times here here at uh, usa triathlon but yeah, yeah that's great right, though fun times but yeah the sport the sport keeps growing people keep getting faster but yeah uh, but man without you know without without crazies like you to uh be willing to jump into a beer mile or be you know willing to you know jet set you know from one end of the globe to the other to you know race or handle you know for you know for athletes you know who are blind or visually impaired or athletes in wheelchairs uh man we don't we don't get to enjoy and have these kinds of discussions and fun memories man so no it's yeah it's you know i'm sure you and i could probably talk until we're blue in the face but i i'm very humbled that i've gotten to meet all the people i've met and do the things that i've done it uh there's lessons that i've carried from those races and just in in my own life um, yeah and my but you know my my new career and, and all these other things that just I, I i think about it all the time yeah what are what are some of uh, like give me like one or two of your your top lessons that you kind of carry from from all these experiences and you know from these life experiences that you've had with you know guiding and handling well i think i think 
this is seems like such a generic one, but but being uh, I'll use the word flexible or being um, trying to work the problem and mm-hmm. and find a solution, not ask why or how did that happen. Uh, I was always growing up and in my earlier years, I loved to figure out whose fault something was. Yep. Um, and that's not helping, man. That's not that's not that's not working the problem. That's not finding a solution. That's not getting past the hangup that we're experiencing. And so whether it was travel delays or Howie's broken wheelchair uh, in Madrid or mm-hmm. just just anything like that, um, uh, I, I, I went to I went to the equivalent of Home Depot in A Coruña, Spain, to find uh a tool so that how he could get uh his pedal back secured to his hand cycle because it fell off yep. during that race and he needed to get it sorted or figure out what we needed to do before we got back to the states and so yep. here i am you know on google maps i don't speak a lot of spanish kyle but um <laughs> i did i did my best and we we made it work yep um uh, the other one that uh, I think about too is, and and this is this was a very humbling moment, but uh, there was one time in Australia, um, I was telling a story about how I had met Haley, and I described mm-hmm. it. Uh, who was sitting next to me? I think it was Kelly. Uh, forgive me, El- El- Elmlinger. Yep. Um, okay. I described Haley's leg as her situation. And, and I was, I mean, oh, I, was I can, I can, so I can, new. I could so picture Kelly's reaction to that. She, no, and she was, she was not pleased. And, and I, the words left my mouth and I realized that like, clearly I had made a faux pas. Um, and I think, I think Kelly said like, what, what exactly is her situation? And, you know, that just kind of that, I think about that all the time. I get to see a lot of kids with, um, uh, prosthetics at the yep. hospital and yep. I'm, I'm very comfortable and I ask them questions about their legs and, yep. you know, did they get to choose their designs or tell them, you know, all these things, it makes them feel so excited because they don't usually, they usually get people who were like me, who would call it something perhaps inappropriate, or they don't know how to interact with this person. Yeah. And uh, Kelly later on said that she did forgive me because I had actually, I was wearing a sweatshirt that I, I, I bought a patch, a Paralympic team patch at the gift shop at the USOPC and sewed it over the Nike symbol of the USA, Team USA Olympic sweatshirt. So I had, I had the Olympic logo and the Paralympic logo on one sweatshirt. And she thought that nice. was so sweet that I did that. And she said all was forgiven for, for my... Uh, my verbiage of Haley's situation. You know, you might have um, been the th- you might have been the thing that tipped the scale because at at the time it it was still the U.S. Olympic Committee and and then I think in 2019 it changed to the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee. So yeah, when I, so the, you might you might have been the, the you might have you might have been the one to tip the scales. <laughs> my first time at the at the center there, I went to the gift shop. I wanted something that said para, and they had a pin and a patch, and I bought one of each. And there you go. And that was it, man. No, there were no shirts, no hats. I think you and I got some t-shirts we uh, when we were there together. We got, took a picture together. Yeah, I think I took I think I got a coffee mug too. That yeah, was awesome. Yeah. And um 
Yeah, man. Uh, so, so learning, learning not to uh, differentiate or call attention to or anything for nothing, for something that isn't a big deal. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not, this is my blind friend, Kyle. This is my friend, Kyle. And yeah. this, um, so there's been, there's been some great opportunities like that for me to become uh, better and more comfortable. Um, and so I think about that a lot, both, especially at work. Sure. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's little things. Uh, I'm trying to think here on the fly of anything else that comes to mind, but like, I, I get such a thrill from helping others just, just in yeah. anything. I mean, uh, so I'm, I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota right now. Uh, it's currently snowing. Um, last week we got a big, big snowstorm up here and I get such a thrill pushing people's cars stuck in the snow. It's so simple. Everybody I think has experienced it where their front wheel drive car, oh, yeah. a patch of ice and they're the only one traveling at the mo at the time and so they can't get out they can't push the gas and push their own car and it's so simple for me to to go to the back and you know just whatever it is that they need i i love yep. it awesome um, awesome it, yeah um i i i was gonna mention this earlier too but from way back Haley spent a quote winter in austin living yep. at carolyn gainer's apartment and yep. training yep and i worked the night shift and so i think i spent more time riding bikes with Haley than i had ridden my bike in years and taken her on some of my favorite routes through the city um which led to just a i mean a, one of i feel like one of my closest friends that i've ever known Haley, and yep. that ended up with me flying to Chicago and driving out to the Springs with her to move yep. her into the training center. And yep. just, just, man, some of the greatest friendships I've gotten to have and, and some, some of the best people like I I've come to know and get, I'm very, very thankful that I get to call them friends. It's, it's just been such a, such an adventure. Uh, and you know, I, I'm, I'm really talking in circles here, but now that I'm done with school, <laughs> I, I can't wait for hopefully more opportunities. Um, uh, Randy Strunk lives up here in the Twin Cities. I think she yep. and I are uh, trying to cook something up together for there's a during the marathon weekend up here. There's a couple different shorter distance races, uh, awesome. five, a five and 10 K and then a 10 miler. And nice. something special if you do all three of those events. And I think I've got her on the hook for it. So Ooh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, now that you're, you know, now that I can get a response from you, uh, quicker than <laughs> quicker than a few months, uh, yeah. you know, we'll need to need to get you, you know, somehow need to get you, uh, swinging out, out this away. We need to go on a ride. You need to, you need to jump on the Chinook, man. It's, uh, I, it's a little I, bit, it's a little bit nicer than the old limo. <laughs> dude, I I'll tell you just real quick. I pay it's cheaper to keep the subscription for triathlon TV than to do a one-off every time yeah. you guys are racing. Yeah. And so I, I stay up to whatever time I need to, to watch you and Zach and, and you and um, uh, Andy uh, every time you guys are racing. First of all, you are clearly too fast for me. So if you want to go do a beer mile or something, you let me know. <laughs> no. um, but there, well, there is yeah. And, um, 
I just, uh, you know, if I can, if, you know, whether it's a handling thing or just if anytime you guys are in the States again or whatever, I, I'm just going to come out and be a fan, man. I, awesome. I just, I get, I get such a thrill seeing all you guys. So awesome. Awesome stuff, bro. Awesome stuff. Yeah, man. And we, we definitely need to get you, uh, plugged into, uh, plugged into CIM again. So I, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to do my best to, I don't know if I'm going to be running, uh, I'll probably be running in it. Uh, yeah. don't know if I'm doing the, I don't, probably not going to do the full marathon, but I'm probably sure. going to at least dip my toe in and do at least half for the, uh, for the relay. Um, do a relay. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Something, yeah. I, something I like, something I like to do, um, to stay plugged into, into that community. But, I like uh, it. but yeah, we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you plugged into that as well. So I know that'll, that, you know, that, that they usually do all those guide pairings and stuff later on in, in the year, but yeah, but good stuff, man. But Danny, my man, it has been just a, uh, just a blast, you know, traveling down memory lane, um, getting to catch up with you. Um, and yeah, man, just so many things that, you know, we've, we've learned from each other. Uh, that we we've learned from this amazing community uh, of paratriathlon, um, you know, and, and, you know, athletes with disabilities that, you know, we're, we're connected with, and, you know, just, it, it's a family and you're, yeah. you're part of that family. And it's just, you know, it's, it, it, that's why I say it's, it's an honor to call you, call you a brother. And, you know, I, I you know, we'll, we'll maybe have to do a, a beer mile or something at some point, man, we got to, Got to relive the, got to relive the glory days. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I look forward to the the time when I'm back in sea Springs, man. It's one of my favorite areas. Um, awesome. I, I would, I would, you know what? I'm going to put this out there. I want to climb the stairs with you. Yeah, man. Um, you, should, you should come do it. Yeah. Come on I, I love, I love the incline, man. I've done that it's fun. four times in my life. And that would be that. Would, like, we're going to make that a, a I'm not going to say bucket list, but you know, I want to, oh, I want to check that off list. Come on, man. So. We totally got to do that. Okay. Awesome All stuff. Right. All right, everyone. Uh, we have come to the end of another kicking it with the K trade. This has been a fun one. Just uh, kicking back with, with Danny Craven. And uh, I think you guys can, can tell. Yeah, we, we have some, some similar senses of humor. We, uh, you know, we, we got along right from the word go and uh, you know, you know, Danny is one of those guys that if, if you say, you know, if, if you pick up the phone and you, you call him and you need, you need something, he'll, he'll be there. Or if he can't be there, he'll figure out a way to, you know, to help you from afar. So Danny is, is just that, that kind of guy. So I am so thrilled for you, bro, in that, you know, with your new, with your new nursing career, uh, with, you know, living in, you know, living in Minnesota and, you know, just having a, having an awesome life. So Thanks for coming Before, on the show, uh, man. Yeah. Just can we, if we can sign off here, I, I want to share yeah. my favorite, my favorite joke here for the, for the audience. Oh, absolutely. Kyle, do you know how you can tell an Ironman finisher at a party? Danny, how can you tell an Ironman finisher at a party? Don't worry. They'll tell you. <laughs> that we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if it's not on the shirt, it's on my hat. If it's not on my hat. It's on my car. So. Yep. Exactly. Uh, All right, man. Don't Great worry. to chat they, with you. I hope, uh, just keep, 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 keep being great. Keep being you. I can't wait to, to see what's next for you. Awesome. Thanks so much, bro. And everyone, I think you can, I think you can tell that Danny has definitely helped me keep an eye on my vision. And I think he, you know, through this podcast is going to help you guys all keep an eye on yours. So till next time, keep an eye on your vision.
thanks so much, Danny, for coming on the podcast. Dude, it was so great catching up with you. It's been way too long since we had uh, chatted. And yeah, we definitely got to get back on the bike together at some point and uh, have a little bit of fun. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you guys are interested in keeping up with uh, my journey, apart from following the podcast, uh, please give me a follow on all the social media platforms. Instagram at Iron Kyle. That's E-Y-E. R-O-N-K-Y-L-E. You can find me on Facebook at Kyle Kuhn Speaks and on Twitter at Kyle underscore Kuhn. Uh, please also check out my website, kylekuhn.com, and that's where you can pick up a copy of my book, Discovering a Life Without Limits, How Cancer Took My Sight, Blindness Gave Me Vision, and The Mountains Let Me Live. Um, also, guys, don't hesitate to reach out. I love hearing from everyone, and just you know, feel free to ask me questions. I'm a dartboard. Hit me with your questions. I I love hearing from uh, you all. You can contact me through social media or through the contact form on my website. And uh, please don't forget to leave us a rating in the the, uh, app store. Uh, It really, really helps us out. And please share the podcast with all of your friends and people that you think might be interested and as always you guys keep an eye on your vision